0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with T Three Films. My name is Chris, and this is Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the Disney Plus Marvel show, *Miss Marvel*. So we are going to be talking about—I believe we're going to talk about only the first episode, but um, maybe oh, look well, two. So, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen those two episodes, make sure you go and watch them, and then come back, and then you can talk with us about it and chat with us down in the comments section below. But let's go ahead and jump right into this. So. I like so with this one with Miss Marvel, I read the comic book like I really like the Miss Marvel comic book um and i love like I love the art style I like I like the character of Kamala uh, Kamala Khan, and it's uh but they changed a significant part of her character in the television show, and I wasn't sure if you were aware of that change as someone uh, that i know doesn't necessarily read the comics or know about this character outside of maybe the show
1: i know nothing
0: okay so like her powers are normally so one she's an inhuman first of all she's supposed to be an inhuman uh two her powers are kind of like a mix of things she's a polymorph which means that she's kind of like mystique she can change her body to look like other people but she also has stretch powers like Mr. Fantastic. And then, as well as mild, um, mild healing. Like it's not as crazy as Wolverine's, but she does have a mild healing factor and slightly augmented strength. So in in this show, and I remember this from the trailer, seeing that her powers were coming from a gauntlet, I remember thinking to myself that I probably wasn't gonna like it that much. And I still have to see a little bit more before I decide how I feel about it because, you know, I have so much of my knowledge is tied to the character's origins and I understand why they made these changes. So I'm not really sure how I feel about that change overall, but I can say right now, I really like the style and aesthetic of the show.
1: I do too. Um, my initial thought was, "Oh, this is this is not for us." Um, yes, as in like we're not the, the
0: audience, target, the target yeah, audience. We're not
1: the target audience. But but it's not so um, like childish where we as adults can't enjoy it. I just know that like it's not really for me, and it's not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it's. It's hard to put my finger on, but it's kind of like right in between four teens and four adults. Yeah. Right, but it's like either or. It appeals to both, in my opinion. Um, I and I kind of like it. She's very endearing. I I really like the um the way that the characters portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the characters are really cute. Like they're they're just endearing. And I like the the way they interact with each other. I at first I thought that the way they did the high school stuff was very um like mild. Like that that's yeah. how I remember high school kind of being where like it wasn't so exaggerated with the clay like bullying clay and pushing and like... Exactly. It's like <laughs> everyone's just there and like you're either friends or you're not friends and it's like yeah. kind of whatever. We exist together in a school. So, um, so I kind of like that. And then I think in the second episode is when it started to get a little bit more over the top with the high school stuff where, um, the kids, the characters are very, um, energetic and like kind of, you know, getting into trouble kind of thing with the, yeah. the love triangle and like, you know, the typical, uh, she doesn't know that her BFF, like, is basically in love with her. And sure enough, they're probably going to end up together at some point at the end of the show or something like that. Like, at least that's where it's going. It's pretty typical teenage appeal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and see, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to decide how I feel about that because – and I, I might be misrem- misremembering, but, like, from my knowledge in the comic – Bruno and her were just always really good friends. I don't remember them implying like some type of like infatuation that Bruno had uh, with Kamala, but um, so seeing that in the show, I was kind of like, I had this moment of like, come on, guys, they can still be good friends. Like, it almost felt like that whole thing we were talking about with movies where they always have to insert a, lump, a love interest. I had that kind of like gut reaction to it, but. If it's done well, then it's fine. It just feels a little too easy to me and a little too like normal, um, especially considering that the source material had them as just being like really tight friends. Like he still knows like who she is and knows about her powers and he's he's her tech guy. He's her guy in the chair. um, And he's so excited to do that. He loves that, you know? Yeah,
1: and of course we have a brainiac that's like super good with computers that can basically allow her to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um but what also I really forget, liked
0: He can code Alexa. He can make his own Alexa.
1: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> was it called Zuzu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I did like was uh the kind of surprise twist at the end of the second episode where uh we find out that the 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 guy that she's crushing on um actually knows more than uh we thought like he's not just some background flower for us to like you know be like oh sure. yeah um but <laughs> I actually really like the casting <laughs> yeah and I think I actually I think it's really I was so excited because remember I went into it without knowing anything mm-hmm. um so I was really excited when I saw that the main character uh is Pakistani. And we get to see so much culture from it. I don't know how accurate it is. It seems fairly accurate. Um, From like the very little that I know, my roommate, my two roommates um, are Indian, which is kind of close, but also not. So I see the similarities in from like the Indian culture in this. So I was I was just very excited to like see all this new perspective, like something that we haven't really gotten to see before and they don't make a big deal out of it.
0: Yeah, I. it's one of the things that I think is really nice when we see these Marvel shows that dive into other cultures. Like, we saw kind of something similar with Miles Morales when we were in, into the Spider-Verse and um, same thing with, like, Shang-Chi and stuff like that. Like, I really like when they bring in these characters that belong to different cultural backgrounds and then treat it as though that's just, this is just life, you know, it's not something like outlandish or um, exaggerated. It's very simple from the way they speak to each other in the house uh, to like changing like the words that they say from different languages um, when they're just talking to like each other versus when somebody else is around. Like I really appreciate, I really appreciated the, the housing dynamic that they showed us on screen for uh, Kamala's family with her. I love, I, I, I really love the fact that when I first met, when you first meet her brother, and her brother is very similar in the comics too, but I really love the fact that when you first meet her brother, he just seems kind of like aloof and like not really connected with his sister. But then when she's so upset about the fact she can't go to the con, he, he comes in there and basically gets and is like, I have your back. And I was like, okay. I I like this. I like the fact that they have a like strong sibling relationship even though they're they seem to be very far apart like like by at least maybe like 10 years or so.
1: Yeah, and he's like she's like in high school and he's about to get married, so there's definitely a huge age difference there. Um, but I I mean generally I I'm just glad that they did a good job. I feel like he was treated with care and I can see that. So I think that made me kind of like the show even more. Um, mm-hmm. It's because it just really felt like I was watching something different, and it also I kind of like the way they did the uh, the texting with the neon oh, lights.
0: I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I was. That's another great thing. Absolutely
1: yeah because like you like nowadays like in in movies and shows today they always show us like on screen usually it's like kind of floating i almost feel it kind of started with sherlock um Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: uh but now that's like so overdone and um and now like i just it's cool that they're using like you know they're putting another twist on it um and And put it in
0: the background itself
1: exactly like it's part of the actual set. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even the the animations that they use to, like, weave through, like, what her imagination is versus reality. Um, I also like that kind of twist on it. Again, like I said, it's a very, like, teenage target. Like, I could see the appeal of that to the teenagers that are, like, you know, the younger group that would watch this. Um, but I... Yeah kind
0: of like it too no i i think that that was a really cool aesthetic i remember when i saw that that's what they were doing i remember thinking to myself oh well that's new and so this show has a nice aesthetic to it like there's parts of it that remind me of like um a a similar energy to spider-man homecoming like the high school stuff and homecoming so it feels very similar in energy to me with this and even like the way like the credits and homecoming and stuff are done feel very similar to how they do like the sketchy uh, drawing uh, imagination stuff in uh, Miss Marvel. But I think that it kind of it still kind of carves its own identity with that aesthetic. And so I'll be curious to see if that like carries through the entirety of the of the show. But I I really I really liked that element of it as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, like, there were some plot holes for me, though. Um, they, they weren't big enough for me to be like, this doesn't make sense. I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, uh, so not
0: Obi-Wan Kenobi, got it.
1: No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I finished <laughs> watching that anyway. But um, we're not Time Star Wars today. Uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, there was this part where, like, her mom was basically yelling at her to, like, or that, you know, she, she can't go out at night, um, mm-hmm. and then, like, I think it's, like, almost literally the next scene, she's talking to Bruno, and then he's, like, meet me on the roof, and it's, like, nighttime, Yeah. And, like, apparently that's okay, and oh, there's I no, like, like, I almost wish... I saw her like sneaking back in through the window or something. Like she sneaks
0: out at night to meet Bruno on the roof yeah. um because that would stay consistent with them not letting her out.
1: Yeah. Like but but you kind of have to like make that up in your in your head to connect that dot to make it valid. Um,
0: even yeah. though the show makes it seem like this is her first time like doing something like this like sneaking out on her own when they're going to the 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 convention yeah it makes it seem like she's never done anything like this before which is why she fails so spectacularly at it when she jumps out her window and then the branch breaks
1: yeah and then there's just like kind of little stuff where you know i almost wish that like she just let them see what she was gonna wear
0: yeah because
1: it looked fine like it she was very covered up Yeah, it wasn't, like, like, super
0: skin tight either.
1: Exactly. And that's the other thing that I really appreciate about it is that, like, they're making her... They're not making her seem like some nerd or some, like, outcast, you know, dork who can't fit in school. Um, But she's, like... Wearing costumes, that makes sense. Like, I could see kids wearing that. I could see myself No, it looks wearing like a kid's that.
0: costume. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I could see myself cosplaying like that if I was going to dress up as, as Ms. Marvel.
0: So, mm.
1: I mean, it just seems very practical. And, you know, we we talked a lot about other superheroes, um, particular females wearing skin-tight suits and stuff, and I'm glad that they didn't do that with her. And it was kind of also nice to have the other girls paralleled at the Avengers Con, where they were, you know, some of them kind of were wearing stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I just, just even her, like, regular clothes that she wears, like, day to day at school looks normal. Something I would see someone in high school wear.
0: For sure, I mean, and I think the other part of it is it goes along with her personality because obviously, like the, the that other girl who I I get that girl's name, but the quote-unquote rival girl, uh, she is you know the the super pretty one that seems concerned with her looks. Like she looks like if she was to wear a um, Captain Marvel outfit, it would be a little tighter because that's like her style. But you know, for Kamala, it doesn't make sense. That's not that's not how. That doesn't fit with the sense of the personality that we get from what the show shows us. So yeah, you're right. It 100% makes sense. And one thing that they changed, but from the comic, but I, I understand why and it works pretty well for the show, is what Kamala sneaks out for. because she does sneak out in the comic books too, but it actually is to go to a party. She wants to go to a party, but it's that same kind of argument. She's like, I'm not going to go and get drunk or do all this other stuff. I just want to go and have fun, be a kid or whatnot. But her parents are really protective of, of her. But when she sneaks out, that's when the Terrigen Mist, uh, the Terrigen event happens, and then she becomes an Inhuman through that. So, because she's like at ground zero when that happens. But um, this, because she's not an Inhuman, they made it a convention that she wants to sneak, sneak out to, which also works because... Just like in the comics, she's a super fan of Captain Marvel, so and she wants to like model herself after her and everything else like that. So I like I like the fact that they found ways to change it up a little bit from what we see in the comics, and but still make it so that it makes sense within the world that they've created so far.
1: Yeah, and and I think the more I watch it, the more I'm like, this is really kind of over the top like and i kind of have to just put that behind me sometimes like that's not how (laughs) driver Tesla works (laughs) that's that's not how yeah and like there's also the whole thing about her going to avengers con without wearing the costume and she goes and changes into it yeah it's like that doesn't seem realistic and you know there's just some some of that but
0: well, don't forget the <laughs> other part of where when she literally almost gets people killed, like you saw, you brought up over to, the top. She does her little power thing um, that she can't control and knocks down the Ant-Man head that causes like a chain reaction Final Destination style of shit to just go wrong. And the first thing that we see is that one of those girls, a regular human being, by the way, is kind of standing there like, oh, my gosh, you're so cool. Can you do parties? And you see this giant Thor thing coming about to swing and hit the girl. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, Kamala's going to save her and knock her out of the way. No, Kamala ducks and the girl actually gets hit by it. And I remember thinking to myself, you should be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this thing just hit you and picked you up off the ground. So it's not like a little float type thing, right? Like, if it was a float, like something soft, it would have bounced off of you. But it literally picked you up off the ground. You're, you're like coming at you like from from the ceiling you're dead but the show is like you said a little over the top so what mm-hmm. e- what ends up happening is that the girl just kind of screams like oh my gosh someone help me someone help me and then she falls and is caught by kamala but i remember thinking to myself like this is actually ridiculous
1: yeah i was i was really shocked too i thought for a minute that maybe that girl ended up dying and then i yeah. was like oh oh no not not for kit no <laughs> uh but then she was just hanging on to it and i was like oh, yep yep for kids yep this is yep. for kids uh and I, <laughs> I also thought it was funny that um while the ant man head was like rolling people weren't like panicking or freaking i know out they were still I like
0: hearing and stuff like that they were
1: excited about it and i was like that is not how I think I would react.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's how most people would react in a yeah. convention where a big piece of... Even the people that work there wouldn't be like... They'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's that just broke and it's going to roll into people. We need Someone's to do something.
1: Someone's getting fired.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? So, <laughs> like, that one was a little much. But um, outside of that, the... I, we mentioned the family briefly earlier, but one thing I wanted to bring up was that I did, like... I do like the dynamic between the family, like her talking to her mom and her, between how her mom and her dad interact with each other. Like I mentioned her and her brother, but I like the relationship also between her and her dad. And that's also a, a carryover from the comics as well. She has a very close relationship with her dad. And I like, and I like seeing that. Like, I think it's important to see like the mother daughter relationship. Um, and we see that a lot of times, or we see like father son. But I like also seeing it when it's the opposite. And then so to see that she has a strong relationship with her father and he's not just kind of like there in the background but doesn't do anything because she's just closer with her mom. I, I like that element as well. So I think that that was really nice.
1: I really like when he busted in the room f- fully painted green. Green
0: face and all.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's great. If I, were, if I was her, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Uh, right. I mean, I wanted to be Miss Marvel, but you can go as Hulk, and I will go as
0: uh. Yeah, and this is my outfit. See, got yeah, some tight, got go. loose. I can wriggle totally a little acceptable. bit. Totally
1: acceptable.
0: Right. So yeah, this way, and you can still go because it's a convention. Although it's funny because I honestly, I don't know. I don't think I went. Well, it's 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 strange because like I remember going to a convention when I was sixteen, um, for like an anime convention. And I remember my mom dropped me off there, but she didn't necessarily come inside with me. But the whole thing is that it's a it's a convention, it's an official event. So it's not like a party where you could go and get drunk, right? Like this is like a, an official sanctioned event where they're not going to give alcohol to minors. Mm-hmm. So you you would think that the mom would be a little <laughs> bit more reasonable for letting her daughter go and do this thing um, because of the fact it's an official event. but. So I was like, that doesn't necessarily as work as well as the, the party uh, scenario from the comic book. Because in that scenario, you could actually say, yeah, I don't trust the boys that are going to be there. Or are there going to be any parents there? Like, this is literally an event with a bunch of adults that are not trying to lose their jobs or go to jail.
1: Yeah. Uh, and honestly, if, like, if my parents wanted to go with me, I'd be like, okay. Okay. Because I get a ride. I get a wallet <laughs> that is <a> wallet. <laughs> right someone to and, buy these for me
0: <laughs> and let's not forget this is in a post like end game world so the avengers in this world are actually heroes so you know they they saved the world like people like we don't know what happened with Kamala's family but you know they might have been dusted and then they came back but the point is that like a convention for them is like kind of honoring fallen heroes mm-hmm. so there's actually more of a reason to say hey Let's like let's go do this. Like it's so strange because her mom like complains about her wanting to be like um, Captain Marvel, like some woman with her head in the clouds. And I was like, in this the in this world that is post Endgame, it feels like people would have a little bit more like appreciation and respect for their for the heroes because they literally brought everyone back from the dead. So it doesn't feel genuine for the mom to just be so flippant about Captain Marvel but I could see her still I could see the mom more so being along the lines of hey you can that doesn't happen for you that's not something that you can do you need to focus on you need to focus on your studies and focus on things that are more realistic because that's just not something that can happen to anybody like that feels more reasonable to me than to be like almost insulting Captain Marvel when Captain Marvel like literally helped save the world.
1: Well, see my my take on that is that her mom knows about the bangle. Yeah,
0: and, she definitely knows about the bangle.
1: Yeah, and she, and I think she doesn't want her daughter to get involved in that kind of stuff because it's dangerous. So it makes yeah. sense to me. While like, you know, if if your child that you want to protect wants to do something dangerous, then you would want to try to like convince them that it's not a good thing, so that they don't lean towards it but Mm -hmm. like you know from I think other things that we have talked about in the past we know that when parents try to um, they
0: exaggerate or they lie (laughs) well
1: I mean that but also it it makes the the kids want to do what they're not supposed to do even more because they're not supposed to do it and it's not like they're not getting the support so you know like you said yeah, go behind the parents back so
0: yeah i like that moment at that. the end of the first episode where her mom says do you want to be i can't remember what it what the two options were it was like if you want to be like a student or if you want to be like a cosmic being or something like that In and i'm cosmos. thinking to myself what teenager is going to answer the opposite of cosmic because having cosmic powers actually sounds pretty cool. I don't even know what adult is going to answer. Like, if you give me the option of having powers or not, who's going to say, you know what? I don't want to have powers. like, I was like, so when Kamala is in there looking at it, like, yeah, I want to be cosmic. I'm like, of course you do. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it it, it kind of reminded me a little bit about how, you know, at that time we had to kind of choose what our path was going to be. Mm-hmm. And whether or not, like, trying to go into film would be, like, kind of feasible or not. And yeah. so it kind of made me think about that, like, if it, the, the way that it felt having this conversation with my mom about going into economics and business versus film. And uh, initially, I went the economics route, but then, you know, I ended up going into film and. Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, cosmos. <laughs> yeah. No, Cos- cosmic powers. <laughs> exactly, right? So I guess um, with everything that you've seen so far, is it something that you think you're going to watch week to week until you're able to finish it, or do you kind of see yourself falling off and just maybe finishing it eventually in your own time?
1: I'm not sure. I'm I'm actually really intrigued. I think I like it a lot more than I think and say. Maybe um it it is kind of quirky i know it's for kids and get definitely getting the 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 kids vibe from like the just the design and that yeah. the act the way that you know the fbi characters are kind of
0: ridiculous
1: yeah exactly there's just this level of um like this is not real like this is not how you know it's just not serious um yeah but i like where it's going um I, at the end of uh, the second episode, I was like, oh, man, I want to watch the next one now because they threw a, a little twist there where I just I didn't think that guy was going to have anything to do with it. And I thought that the lady that she was seeing was her grandma, but it's actually his mom. And now I'm like, maybe they really are cousins.
0: You'd mm, be interesting. So, yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I don't know if you watched all of them yet.
0: Mm-mm. No, I'm going to have to, I'm going to catch up, um, a little bit later, but no, that definitely sounds interesting to me. And I'm ge- I'm curious where the full on story is going to go. Like what is the through line throughout the entire thing? Like who is the quote unquote villain or the antagonist that we're going to be dealing with in the show? Cause in the comics, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, it's great. She meets Wolverine. She te- she has a team up with Wolverine and they're hunting this, uh it's not a rat person. It's someone, it's someone that is definitely like a D list hero. Like they're not (laughs) that great. Um, but she, that's the person that she ends up having fights with. And it's pretty, and it's pretty amazing. I forget the guy's name though. So yeah, so I'll definitely want to see how they're going to make, like what they're going to make the con, the overall conflict be with the show. But one of the other things that I like about the ending slash opening of the show, since Marvel does its openings at the end, um, is that the art that they show at the end is all from the comics. Nice. They're all like volume covers of the actual uh, Miss Marvel comic book. So nice, nice. I was like, okay. Uh, and then I like, and the music though, I like the music is uh, pretty good that they, at least at the end of the first episode, I don't know if they changed the, I don't think they cha- they would change the ending per episode, like the ending song, but like, the song that they had at the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, this is kind of popping. I like it.
1: I didn't actually listen to it, but I was definitely feeling the opening with the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was this one part where the the um, the score got like super exaggerated, and I was like, whoa! I felt like I got taken back to like Star Trek in the eighties. Yeah, when we we're like about to cut to commercial because the music like strings it's just like, went right yeah. up there. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I like it. I think that they did a great job choosing the music. Um, Very upbeat, very um, modern.
0: For sure, yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to quickly say about uh, the show before we get out of here? Any lingering notes?
1: Um, yeah, I, just real quick. I really liked how she, you know, on the rooftop, she was talking to Bruno about how brown girls from Jersey can't be heroes. Um, so I, th- I, I thought that that was a nice touch. I'm glad they threw in a line like that. And then the second episode, I don't know if you watched it yet, but um, her other friend was talking about how, you know, she was kind of in this dilemma about being, like, too white like too light but not dark enough and so she's kind of caught between two worlds of being um, like not having the right skin tone to fit in either um, demographic which is a real thing Um, I mean yes it is India and Pakistan like it's a huge place and there are a lot of Indians at least from, from my knowledge that don't look like what we kind of think of as Indian because when the way that it's been shown to us is that Indian people have dark skin same thing with like Middle Eastern people like they have dark skin but that's not true so I'm glad they had a light person acknowledging that it's an issue
0: yeah and I know that there will probably be some people out there that don't like that element but I think that it's important because these are actual conversations that do come up these are things that kids do say or they do experience i it's actually in any culture that has shades of brown in their culture this is an issue we talked about the colorism of um that uh lin-manuel miranda um musical i forget what it was called at uh, at this time but that whole thing was being like there are a lot of hispanic people that aren't just light-skinned right But the the darker Hispanic people don't really get showcased in like television and movies and things like that, and you know same thing with like lighter skinned black people. Like it's the same type of like thing of oh you you think that you're white or you know blah 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 you're not you're not dark enough or oh you're too dark and he's like but you're still light. It's 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 something that's really crazy. But I'm really happy that this show is willing to at least. Mention it because, regardless of whether or not you've heard that yourself, it happens. It's a it's a very real topic. It's a very real conversation that comes up in these different cultures. So, I'm I'm glad the show isn't afraid to at least mention it, even if that's not that's not necessarily what the entire show is about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's being shown to uh, all the kids that are watching Disney shows. So. Yeah,
0: and I'm my last part about... Bravo. Well, bravo, yeah, because the last part that I wanted to just say about that is that uh, if you look at the Avengers lineup, Kamala doesn't see anyone that looks like her. So she has every reason to believe that a brown kid from Jersey City isn't going to be the one that saves the world because up until now, it hasn't been. So, yeah, that's. I think that that's great. It's little things like that that just make even though the show can be ridiculous, it makes the human part of the show feel more real.
1: Just waiting for that Asian female.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one day.
0: What, one day, right now you have you have Shang-Chi's sister, forget her name, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we thought about Miss Marvel. Have you guys seen the show? Like how many episodes have you watched? What did you think about it? Whatever you thought about it, come below, let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, subscribe, Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been
1: Cheryl, and we'll see you all next time.